Okay, alright guys, welcome back to another episode of Conspiratorial Conspiring. We're here with our second guest, the Meme Blasphemer. Um, it is Operation Wake Humanity. Operation Wake Humanity, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, how are you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, am I correct in assuming this is your first interview? Yes, for sure. Alright, cool, man. Well, I'm, I'm glad I could uh, pop your cherry that way, and... Uh, I'm looking forward to talking about these things because we live in a lot of bullshit and confusion in today's society and a lot of people can't seem to see through it. So I'm glad that, you know, there's other like-minded people like yourself. Definitely. I'm very excited. Uh, I've never had this interview done before, but uh, it's very exciting to meet other people because even though there is an awakening happening, there are still many people who are oblivious to everything that's going on. Oh, yes, sir. So, where did you start with your whole journey towards truth-seeking? Like, when did you start becoming skeptical of news narratives and just things like that? Uh, everything started for me for when I was looking into 9-11. I believe this is a critical one to look into because it's one of those that's very obvious. I mean, you can just look at the live footage of that day and once you start asking questions it's it's very clear oh yeah and that's uh, and people who still to to this day and guys if, sorry if you hear any cars or anything like that i got the windows open and i live by a highway so if there's any screeching or people just gunning it down the highway that's what it is but um yeah 911 the people that still believe in the official narrative that it was you know Iraqi terrorists even though we had documents come out that say that like 17 of the 19 hijackers came from Saudi Arabia which we all know that that hardly even means shit because it was an inside job Bush the fucking Israeli intelligence agency CIA and the MI5 MI6 all of that conspired together to pull off 9-11. However, even their own bullshit papers admit that these uh, so-called terrorists didn't come from the nation that we attacked. So when people give me that, that I'm a conspiracy theorist or someone like yourself is a conspiracy theorist because we don't believe the official narrative on 9-11, give me a goddamn break. Exactly. It's frustrating. And uh, I think the biggest problem is I believed in the official narrative for a very long time until, um, you know, pages like yours and others, they, they just give you that, that, that doubt. And so when you look into it, when you finally look into it, it, is, it, it's very obvious from the very beginning, and I think that's what's happening. There's people out here who are not looking into it. They have, they don't think it's possible at all that we have a government that's not doing things for our best interest like there is not a single doubt in their minds that that's possible oh yeah and i was talking to my friends just uh yesterday because you know they all think i'm a lunatic because you know i don't think the coronavirus is as bad as it could be and you know i'll say 
I don't know how bad this thing is. It doesn't seem that bad to me. I have friends that are nurses that say, hey, actually, I got cut three hours early because the hospital is empty. My girlfriend hurt her shoulder. She goes to the hospital. She gets, She's in the ER, gets an x-ray, comes out in 30 minutes. This is just last week, by the way. She's in, out, x-ray, and... She's done with the whole thing in 30 minutes. Whoever walks into the ER and walks out has everything that they needed done in 30 minutes. I've never heard of it. So the hospital, the hospitals are empty. Um, the news is pumping out videos of, oh my God, we got the, the hospitals are chock full wall to wall. And then ABC or NBC comes out and says, yeah, sorry, we were using footage from Italy. Like, <laughs> And then, and then people don't even blink. They're just like, oh, okay, they just fucked up. No, 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 they didn't fuck up. They did it on purpose. Yeah, that's frustrating. I mean, they themselves are admitting, oh, yeah, we were just using footage from here, and which is more than enough reason to start really digging into it, and people just, they just keep going with the programming. It's crazy. Yeah, and so, like, it all starts in the... Uh, you know, government indoctrination camps, also known as schools, you know, the kids, and I was, I had a conversation with my girlfriend because she's woke, but you know, she prefers to watch Tiger King and all of that bullshit. You know, I'd rather have on fucking uh, people talking about truth. I'll, I'll watch truth stuff all day. But my girlfriend, she just likes to, you know, she'll dabble in the truth and she knows the coronavirus is like a plot for more socio socioeconomic control and all that stuff. But we were just talking like, you know, she said, it's like everything you learned in school is bullshit. And I'm like, it largely is because, you know, they tell you that, you know, you, you got to get vaccinated and all this stuff. And whether you're pro or anti-vax, that's another discussion we could probably have later. But, um, you know, the kids need 70 plus vaccinations. They need, uh, they'll... If they're a little too rambunctious in class, oh, like little Billy, he needs some meds because he's a little too rambunctious in class. Dude, he's a kid. He has unlimited energy. He just wants to be outside playing mm -hmm. and all the rest of it. So, and then they just, and that's, that's the biggest thing is to mind control someone. You got to get them young. You instill the ideas early. And that's. And that's something I've been thinking about lately as I uncover more and more lies. I mean, I've looked into everything. At this point, I'm open-minded to anything. I mean, I don't even like to call it conspiracy, but I do look into all these conspiracies at this point. And um, I just, I really believe, man, I'm in this point right now where we have enemies of humanity in control of a lot of things. And... Um, They've been in control for a very long time, and that's where everything flipped upside down for me. And and this at this time, I'm just looking for better ideas on how to wake the people up because, I mean, uh, there's, a, there's so many people who are copy and pasting videos, memes on their pages, and we're flooding the Internet, and we could definitely use more. Um, but I, uh, I think it's uh, time to better our, our strategies on how to do this. I mean, sometimes I wake up in the morning, I just feel like grabbing a megaphone and and talking to people who are in the lines at Costco with their masks and Yes, it, dude. I'm just I'm just I'm just trying to think of ideas, meet up with people, create a community of truthers. I mean it's it's something has to we need to start making power moves because these people in control, they are making it very obvious. Oh you know, they're like at this point mocking us. 
else. Oh, I 100% agree with you. And you said that there's enemies of humanity. I'd like to touch on that later because I have similar ideas. Um, and I also like to touch on later um, how we go about creating a community because I think that this ultimately leads to technocracy, to forced vaccinations, to complete surveillance. I mean, we already have you know crazy surveillance. And, um, but I just think this leads to a very Orwellian dystopian future. And, you know, there's going to be the people in the mega cities, which I mean, I kind of fucking live in one. I live in Austin, Texas, you know, the, the capital of Austin, I mean, the capital of Texas. And so it's like, well, fuck, I really, uh, goofed there, but you know, probably at the end of my lease, I'm going to be trying to go somewhere more rural, but we definitely need to d discuss those ideas about Hey man, we gotta create communities. We gotta make you know uh, places of resistance where like we can grow our own agriculture. We can teach our kids how to fucking do sustainable activities and stuff like that, and teach them how to eat well instead of fucking pumping them full of brownies and cookies and other bullshit that makes them sick and diabetic. And then uh, healthcare uh, peon for the rest of their lives, they're taking diabetes medication and. You know, all the rest of it. So I definitely want to touch on that later. But um, so the topic that we really need to drill down on is coronavirus. Obviously, it's the biggest thing at the time. So when did coronavirus really get on your radar as something like, okay, this is something we need to pay attention to? Um, since I was already in that mindset. Uh, we have enemies in humanity. I don't believe anything they say anymore, but I do follow mainstream media because I want to know what the enemy is saying and what they want us to think. Yes. Um, so once it came out, I was like, okay, I want to see how we react to this because before that, it was the whole World War Three propaganda. Ah, they were shoving that down our throats, and pretty much what happened there was just massive amounts of funny memes, and it really didn't create hysteria and it just kept going kept moving along and then that whole thing is gone we're not even thinking about that anymore and then the coronavirus came and then it seems like the elites are like oh man this is the one that worked because once they put that out there i mean everybody was at the grocery stores um everybody was in panic and fear and this has been the biggest psyop since 9-11 in my opinion yes sir and they, they really, they really, I, I just can't believe we're in our houses, locked down, curfews being enforced. I mean, this is the first time we're going through this, at least this generation, I believe. Oh, yeah. This has the potential. And let, let's not forget, and we'll talk about this in a moment, but like predictive programming, in Event 201, they said about the six-month period. After this thing has been like in the public and people have been locked down for about six months, that's when it really starts getting crazy. So we're not even in the craziest part of it yet. It's already crazy as shit. A town in Texas just passed a town ordinance. Anybody that comes outside of their house has to have some kind of garment or shield or mask covering their mouth. That that is a that is a city ordinance now. I forget the name of the town, but that's a city ordinance now. That has to be done or else you'll get arrested or a fine or something if you don't have something covering your mouth. And the other day I went to my favorite barbecue spot with my buddy 
and my girlfriend. We go and get barbecue. Obviously, we can't sit inside. So, you know, uh, we wanted to go to this ice cream place afterward. And we find a bench. And we're sitting there enjoying our barbecue. And my girlfriend's like, wait. Uh, if a cop goes, goes by right now, are we going to get in trouble? Is he going to shoo us away? Is he going to give us a fine? Is he going to take us in? And that's the, that's the society we're living in now. We can't even eat outside because it, we're not exercising and, you know, we're not going to the grocery store or what have you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. It's insane how we've gotten to that point. And what really gets to me is what I was thinking, okay, these enemies we have, while we keep moving forward in their agenda, I'm gonna. I, I was. I was assuming that more of humanity is gonna start to wake up and realize because the more they start taking away our rights, our basic liberties, I would. I was saying, okay, yeah, these, these, we're gonna keep waking up because they're gonna make it more obvious that they want more control and they are enforcing more control. But it seems as if that's not the case. <laughs> oh my God! You were you could you took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, my friends are completely asleep to this. I'm sending videos. I'm sending articles. I'm sending ID twenty twenty. Uh, we could talk about that. Um, I'm sending all of this, and they're all just like, "Why do you believe these guys and not the mainstream doctors? You know, they're the ones with the credibility." And I'm just like, "Are, are like." All hope is lost with you guys. Like, I, I don't know what else I can do to wake you up. I mean, you're on lockdown. One of my friends, she's a big pothead. She loves to smoke weed. She won't leave her house to go get weed because she's scared it has coronavirus on it. And I'm just like, I'm like, oh my God. Oh my, this. And you realize and when you go to the grocery stores, you see that oh, half the people in there are in masks. Um, my girlfriend was at Walmart the other day. She said she saw people in gas masks. I'm like, it's, it's reaching peak absurdity, and most people are just completely asleep. And I hear other truth uh, sayers talk about, oh, yeah, like people are gradually waking up. Like this is going to be the last straw. I'm like, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm too pessimistic. I don't see it. I don't see anybody waking up. I see, you know, people in our community are awake, and maybe sometimes we get a little, a little blinded because, you know, we're in this community. We follow all these people that have these these beliefs. It's like, wow, everybody sees it. And then you go out in the real world. It's like, oh my God, everybody's a mind controlled zombie slave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's insane, man. Crazy times to be alive in. I mean, I like to stay positive, but it's um. You got to be realistic too, man. Just got to keep observing what's going on. And um, really, I, I believe our best plan at this point is just try to spread awareness and build um, community and unity and try to get people to at least, at this point, you know, I I, I really want to share like hardcore facts of conspiracies and get technical about it. But sometimes I feel like people are not mentally ready for that kind of information. So Sometimes I feel like just spreading information of the most basic things that should be common knowledge already, which is staying together, uh, growing your own food, you know, learning how to clean your own water or just being self-dependent and then other basic knowledge like being nice to one another, helping one another, sharing resources if we have to, if we ever get to that point. I mean, just the most basic things I feel like are still would be considered conspiracy. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And, you know, 
people don't even realize that the term conspiracy was rolled out during uh, Operation Mockingbird by the CIA because too many people were questioning the Kennedy assassination. I think it was 7 out of 10 people in the American public were like, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald didn't do that shit. And they're like, in the news, fucking Walter Cronkite, conspiracy theorists think that uh, it wasn't Lee Harvey Oswald. And then people would be like, oh yeah, it wasn't Lee Harvey Oswald. And then the other mind-controlled slaves that watched the news, they'd be like, Oh, yeah, yeah, what are you, a conspiracy theorist? And it became a pejorative, and it put people down, and it stopped people from wanting to talk about the truth. I mean, even in right. any social situation, someone starts talking about coronavirus, you'll be like, it's a ploy for socioeconomic control to fulfill the Luciferian agenda and the Freemasonic fucking Lu- Luciferian sacrifices and all this stuff. And, and then like people are just like, what the fuck? Conspiracy theorists. But, and so you're right. You gotta like lead them in. Like you gotta draw a horse to water. You know, step by step. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then there's some of us that we just go straight to the water and see what's up. What are these people saying? Exactly. Like, We're like, diving yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just dove in, man, and I was like, oh, okay. These people, they they're making some good points, and that was it for me. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the predictive programming. Uh, the movies, the events. I mean, Contagion is like the number one most bought movie on YouTube right now. Um, and then like Outbreak is one of the top 10 movies on Netflix. And then we have Event 201. And I, stop me if you've heard about this, but I think it was called The Clave. Uh, the Clave. Uh, what is it? The Clave something. I, I, haven't heard that one, but I, I was, um, the biggest one for me with the predictive programming was the Event 201 for sure. Oh, yeah, and Event 201, you know, have, have you ever heard about Gematria? Mm-mm. Okay, well, that's actually really interesting. Um, oh, so it was called Clade X, and Clade X was 600, and it was by the Johns Hopkins uh, University and it was 666 days before they announced the first coronavirus case. <laughs> Can you believe of that shit? <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. So, Event 201. Um, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So, uh, just for anybody who's listening who doesn't know what Gematria is. Gematria is the Freemasonic slash Kabbalistic code of turning... Uh, letters into numbers and there's four base ciphers so the very first cipher is um, the English ordinal cipher A is 1, B is 2, C is 3 all the way to Z, the 26th letter the second cipher is the numerology of the English ordinal so like I think the J is the 10th letter so the numerology of J would be 1 plus 0 equals 1 so J goes back to 1 and then so on and so forth. So then you do the reverse of those two ciphers. Z is going to be 1, and then A is going to be 26, and then the numerology of the reverse. So um, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation in Gematria equals 201. Huh. I wonder why they chose 201 for the event name. And then you find out, Event 201 predicts 65 million deaths from the coronavirus case, and uh, they use 65 million deaths 
maybe because it was 65 days before Melinda Gates's 65th birthday. I don't know. Maybe it's just a coincidence. Um, Zach Hubbard, uh, Zachary K. Hubbard on YouTube, he does uh, Gematria Effect News and Gematria Effect Sports. Really recommend checking his stuff out. He puts stuff out like this all day long. So just as an example, he put up this article on his website, gematriaeffect.news, no.com, it's .news. Um, Clade X, the Johns Hopkins University pandemic exercise of May 15th, 2018, 666 days before the coronavirus pandemic declaration of March 11th, 2020. That was the day it was officially declared a pandemic. So... Notice this pandemic exercise orchestrated by Johns Hopkins University took place May 15th, 2018, a date that can be written 15 slash 5, like 155. Coronavirus in Gematria equals 155. It was called Clade X, and it, it came precisely 666 days before the WHO declared a coronavirus pa pandemic on March 11th, 2020. Clade X equals 113, just like March 11th. It's 311, but in most parts of the world, it's 11 slash 3, so 113. Johns Hopkins University, 113. Coronavirus pandemic, 113. So gematria is a very useful term for, uh, or it's a very useful skill to have when you see the deep state and I'm not a Trumper. I'm not left, right. I'm not any of it because, you know, they're all working against our best interests. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then you also have Apocalypse 113. And then you have, um, keep in mind, Revelation because Revela Apocalypse also equals Revelation. So keep in mind, Revelation is the 66th book of the Bible, the concluding book of the New Testament. Corona equals 66. Number of the B, 66. New Testament, 66. And then um, don't forget the first case in the U.S. was found January 21st or 121 in Seattle, home of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, who co-hosted Event 201, along with Johns Hopkins, the coronavirus outbreak simulation of October 18th, 2019. Revelation 121, Coronavirus Outbreak 121, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation 121, Johns Hopkins University 121, World Health Organization 121. So you can see very clearly in plain sight the powers that be are doing these things precisely by this code. And when you say that we have enemies of humanity, I do believe, like, how do you get all that shit perfect? How does a, a human being... Get all of that shit perfect on the exact day with the gematria, with all of it. I think there has to be some kind of, you could call it demonic, luciferian, satanic, dark forces, dark energy, whatever you want to call it. There's got to be something at work that these people are obeying and sacrificing towards and all the rest of it um, for these events to be carrying, carried out. That's insane, man. I mean, you can go into detail and really look into uh, the numerology, and I'm pretty sure you'll get to the point where you can predict what their next move is. Oh, that's exactly right. So last year, um, I was telling all my friends, I was, I was saying, stay out of big cities on August, uh, August 10th and 11th. 
because those are, and if you've ever read the book, The Trigger by David Icke, he explains how uh, Luciferian, Freemasonic, like ancient Egyptian cultish motherfuckers infiltrated uh, Christianity, Islam, Judaism, especially Judaism. So on major Jewish holidays, there's mass sacrifice. And I said, watch out. There's going to be something big. And what happens on August 10th? Jeffrey Epstein, the biggest news story of 2019. Because it was uh, Tisha B'Av. Tisha B'Av is... Uh, you know, whatever day that they decide that it is, it, something big always happens that day. So on the 10th, it was Jeffrey Epstein, the biggest news story of 2019. And it would still be a huge news story if it weren't for, you know, the World War Three with Soleimani getting taken out. And then obviously this coronavirus bullshit happening right now. But um, the next day, August 11th, was the Temple Mount. There was huge riot, and obviously, like, our uh, media didn't report on it, but over in Israel, there was a huge riot between Israelis and Muslims clashing because they're fighting over this temple area, this fucking hilled area that's supposedly sacred to both sides, and there was a huge fucking brawl, and, like, casualties were had and shit like that. So Tisha B'Av... Uh, you know, it's all carried out by this code. And on March, or, uh, yeah, it was March 22nd. March 22nd, I was saying, well, especially Zachary K. Hubbard was saying, because uh, March 22nd is 322, the skull and bones number. Because So we're like, all right, something big's going to happen on 322. On 322... Fucking the whole country went on lockdown. It was state after state after state after state was announcing, we're going on lockdown, we're going on lockdown, uh, stay inside order, blah, 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 blah. It was state after state after state. It was crazy. So you can really understand these rituals and how these people go by this code by understanding a cultish ritual with their dates and the numbers and all the rest of it. That's insane. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just at this point, they're definitely making their move, man. I, that's how I see it. I, I don't, there's many that say, oh yeah, a couple weeks, we'll go back to normal, but I, I don't, I don't believe that. Oh, and that's another great point that you bring up, because that's the post that I made yesterday. Fucking, um, here it is. Fucking yesterday, CNN's top headline. You go to CNN.com, the very the biggest headline that they have on the whole fucking site. Normal will look very different when this is over. And then you look at this piece of shit, Dr. Mike Ryan. He's talking about transition strategies. And then the first strategy that he fucking mentions is a massive investment in our capacity to do surveillance. What the fuck does massive surveillance have to do with any of this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just so obvious it's so obvious and people are always going to be under that spell i guess that it's for our better it's for our own being you know our, our greater good is for us it's to protect us it's to help us and big brother got us yeah and that's how people are using because in any other scenario if the government is like stay inside don't come out or you'll get arrested people will be like what the fuck this is bullshit 
But since yeah. it's like, oh, don't come outside because you might get sick. And then people are like, oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that that's literally what it is. Literally, man. And uh, you go out there with a mask and all the ones wearing a mask look at you like, man, that guy's stupid. He's the reason we have these problems. Oh, yeah. Now, and that's how they... Uh, that's how they it's get it. People's truth against other people's truth is crazy. Yeah, and my mom—I just was on the phone with my mom yesterday. She was talking about. She's like, you know, I was kind of comparing this to 9/11, but you know, after 9/11, people were way nicer to each other. Now people just like everybody wants six feet of distance. If you get too close, they look at you the wrong way. They might even say to back up or, you know, if you're not wearing a mask, like you just mentioned, they'll look at you like you got two heads. And, you know, I hear stories about people like you cough or you sneeze and the whole, the whole, everybody in that aisle with you will run the other way. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's, uh, they got us really good, man. Uh, I, I, they made a power move. I've never been in a situation where you're out in public and people are scared to talk to each other. Uh, people are scared to be close to each other. But um, I don't know, man. My, my biggest thing right now, my biggest message, honestly, is we have to keep you know, a positive vibe because at the end of the day, these cowards, they need machines. They need um, our dependency on the system. You know, all the little tricks that they got up their sleeves, they need all that in order to actually continue in their agenda of having complete control of us. They're, they're, these, these motherfuckers are not going to come face-to-face with us and fight us. They're, their only way of completing their goals is to have us come to them, us begging for their help, us begging for the, for the chips and the... And the vaccines, like, they're going to make us sick, broke, and hungry, and thirsty. They, like, that's the only way they will have any of us. And, and I, I mean, to me, these people are like, you know, Hail Hydra type people, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and that's their ultimate goal. The world domination, complete control. They want to know what kind of transactions you're making, every little thing you're saying to your, to your family and friends. And it, there's, there's no way they're going to send an army and they're going to come in. You know, guns blazing. I mean, we're armed over here, hardcore. And um, that's what I think is the biggest thing to realize. They're going to use propaganda, machines. Um, we're dependent on the system. That, that That's the only way this is possible, world domination type goals. I mean, so I, I think we just need to spread awareness, learn how to grow some food, you know, get away from being so dependent on the system. Um, you know, watch people's perspectives, the mainstream, see what's happening there, uh, all the truth they're spreading information, um, and come together, really. And I completely agree. And, you know, I just, I want to, like, build a community with people that I know because everybody's just so isolated now. And, even now more than ever with this six foot social distancing, stay inside, don't leave your house. And you know, that's the first step with like MK ultra was isolation. You get a patient isolated, you get them away from other people. We're, we're social beings. We want to be around other people. It's crucial to our health and happiness. So how do you, uh, demotivate people? How do you put people down? How do you, uh, 
get them feeling more permeable towards these sort of ideas that they have us heading towards, you isolate them. Six feet social distance. Stay at home. Don't go outside. And then I don't I don't know if it's like this where you are, but the weather has been dog shit during the majority of this lockdown. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm over here in uh, in the DMV, DC, Maryland, Virginia area, and it's it's been cloudy and the chemtrails are still spraying. Yes, and that's what I was just about to say. I have seen massive spraying every day of this lockdown. We've had maybe two days of sun in this like for the past month. I mean, I'm at a point where I don't think these clouds are the natural ones anymore. Oh, no, no, no. I I don't think that at all. And my girlfriend and I were having a discussion, and it's like, well, why do the weathermen always get it wrong? I'm like, they probably don't take into account that there's people spraying in the sky. (laughs) You know? Because it'll say say bright and sunny, and then it's raining. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. They have no idea. Yeah. So, it's like... What do you think this thing really is? I mean, maybe it's not even that big of a deal if it's as bad as they say it is or if it's uh, less worse than they say it is because, I mean, we're headed down this path either way. But what do you think this thing really is? Is this is this 5G sickness? Is this a uh, released uh, uh, fucking lab thing that they had fucking in Wuhan or what is this in your opinion? In my opinion, I mean, I've been, I've been posting a lot and I get perspectives from all people and many do see that there are people sick, they're getting, they're hurt, there's some deaths involved and then on the other side, the hospitals are empty. Um, what I think it's, it's very strategic what they're doing. And I, I am on the side where this could be a virus or, 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 or whatever, but to me, I believe it is the 5G towers that are doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a lot of whistleblowers that work in these companies, and they, they have admitted it quit because they realize what is happening, what they're installing. There's a bunch of videos, and they get deleted immediately. I mean, you just got to really dig into it and download these videos to save them. Um, there's a, a doctor in New York who's, he's going viral right now, but I don't know how long that's going to last, but he is one of the head doctors over there in New York. And he is, he is blowing the whistle saying that this, we're, we're used to seeing cases of, uh, respiratory illnesses and this is not anything I've seen before. And he starts explaining in detail exactly what's going on over there. And, um, I really do believe it's the 5G towers that are doing this to us. And it, and it makes sense that you know, if you're claiming that we have enemies of humanity, it does make sense that they would need some sort of help. And, and these towers, they're everywhere. They're in every corner, especially over here. It's insane how many there are. Um, we have big 5G towers, and then we also have the 5G technology on the, the water towers. They're on top of all random businesses. I mean, they're everywhere. The only thing that I haven't seen is like the street, uh, the light poles on the streets. I haven't seen them on there, but I... I've seen videos over there in the UK where they have it. They're scattered that much over there. Um, But uh, there's many people who explain that when you get a 5G tower and they're all over the place and you you have the control to turn them on, turn them off, or increase frequencies at any time, I mean, man, that just sounds like the perfect weapon. And um, many people get into details that when you tune into 60 gigahertz, 
is when blood is no longer bonding with oxygen cells and that is what's causing these health problems, flu-like symptoms. Um, I mean, there was a bunch of videos over there in Wuhan, China, and <laughs> coincidentally, two months before, they had articles that they just activated their 5G. And yes, I, I saw that. That's why these people, there was videos of people just falling on the streets face first. And I don't know if that's maybe 60 gigahertz or 300 gigahertz. I don't know what it is, man, but a virus is not going to make you fall face first. And I was watching this woman who's an MIT uh, physicist slash engineer, whatever the fuck she is. And she is a 5G truther all the way. And this woman's from MIT, you know, fucking like top of her class, whatever the fuck. And she's like, look, they can selectively target people with this technology. They can, they can pinpoint people. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. That, that's another reason for the social distancing because... The beams, they get confused if there's multiple people in that area. They literally have to lock on somebody that's alone. Yes. And, I mean, that's kind of what happened. What you just said was kind of what happened with Isaac Cappy. I don't know if you know a whole lot about that situation, but Isaac Cappy, you know, he was out exposing the pedophiles in the Hollywood elite and stuff like that, saying Seth Green is involved, all these actors and some actresses are involved. And then all of a sudden, you know, he starts getting hit with different kinds of technology. Um, and he's saying he's being fucked with. He's scared to go to sleep. All of these things. And then one of his friends, that's a girl, comes over. She's checking on him. You know, she knows that he's paranoid and everything like that. She's like, come on, let's go get something to eat. So they're in the car together. They're heading down to, I don't know, a, a diner or some restaurant or something just to grab a bite. And then all of a sudden, she said it was deafening. She couldn't hear anything else but um, In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins. Blaring. And she just saw Isaac uh, sink down into his chair. And she's like, is this what you've been hearing? And he just looks at her and like nods. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, I can never listen to Phil Collins ever again. <laughs> That's insane, man. Yes. I, it's, it, but it makes sense though, man. It's not far-fetched. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean, we have, they have, um, riot control. They have these trucks with these machines on the trucks already. Oh, yeah, and it, all it is is, like, a big, like, uh, stereo or something like that. There's no guns. There's no nothing. It's just a big fucking, like, megaphone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the same technology we have in our microwaves. All the 4G LTE technology is just amplified, man. It's on steroids. Oh, I, I completely agree. And that's... And people will be like, oh, my God, they're going off the rails. They don't know what they're talking about. We don't have that kind of technology. That is such bullshit. And then another thing, it's like, oh, what? All of these scientists and all of these people, like, they're in on the conspiracy? It's like, hey, dumbass, when they were working on the atomic bomb, and we could talk about whether atomic bombs are fucking real or not another time, but when they were working on the Manhattan Project, they had over 100,000 employees working towards this singular goal. No one knew what the fuck they were doing, except for the, a few people at the top. No one knew. Over 100,000 people had no idea they had direct involvement in making an atomic bomb. And so when you talk about these mass conspiracies and then all these things, 
a lot of people can be working towards a similar goal. When you're talking about all of these doctors, every doctor in America is saying, flatten the curve, flatten the curve, we gotta flatten the curve. It's because that's what they've been told to say by whoever the fuck is running the hospital. And whoever the fuck is running the hospital has been told to tell the doctors that by someone else, the CDC, the WHO, the, the people all the way up there. So when you hear flatten the curve and all this other bullshit, it's just being, it's parroted propaganda to fucking get people to stop questioning shit. Mm-hmm. They always gotta have some phrase. Oh, uh, yeah. And that gets people to hop on really quick, you know? It's like they start regurgitating every phrase they say. They teach you that in school. Mnemonic devices, like in psychology class. It's like, oh, you want a, a, a study trick? Just use a mnemonic device. And so you turn like a little uh, sentence into a song or something like that, and then it sticks in your brain better. Well, that's the same thing with these phrases and shit that they come out with. And so, I mean, for me, I do think 5G has a big part in this. And we got to realize that 5G hasn't really even been fully turned on yet. When they turn that shit nationwide, and Elon Musk is talking about uh, Starnet or Starlink or some, something like that, he said that he's going to send, like, I don't know, 30,000 satellites in orbit around the Earth and he's going to shower fucking uh, 5G down all over the nation. So everybody can have fast internet. I'm just like, Jesus Christ. And uh, But I also think that like it's total blatant propaganda that a virus can infect people. I mean, you watch Dr. Thomas Cowan. You watch Thomas Barnett. You watch all these guys that are doctors and they're from prestigious universities viruses cannot infect you unless they're injected so my brain starts get to turning well you know we're coming up on flu season um isn't that when people are getting flu shots when they're getting vaccinated with flu shots maybe people are getting coronavirus mainlined right into them, bypassing their uh, natural immune response. Right, right, definitely. I've been looking into that more too, and I'm, man, it, it's becoming clear that viruses can't even infect you without being infected. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. And then, you know, uh, my friend who's a nurse, it's like, what do you mean? Like, that's that's not true at all. I went to, I went to nursing school and blah, 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 blah. It's like, all right, so then what are these doctors just bullshitting me? That's I don't know. insane. I mean, and also, you know, what really gets me mad is when people really believe that a virus is airborne, you can just get sick by breathing. That just doesn't make sense. Exactly, and if it if it truly were airborne, we would have all had it, and we would everybody that's still alive would have gotten over it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it, it's the games that they play is just hilarious to someone who's awake. And then it's also maddening at the same time that no one else can see it besides, you know, people in our community. Right, and we're scattered all over the world. Exactly. So, And that's really what I want to do, I want to try to do, is, like, collectivize us. Get us in a group, like, start a fucking community. And my girlfriend was like, Ryan, this sounds like a cult. <laughs> like, I swear to God, it's not a cult. But we need something like that, man. I don't, I don't know what it is, and I know it can fairly 
easily turn awry or something like that. But I mean, what are we just gonna? Are we gonna go into the mega cities? We're gonna get forcefully vaccinated. We're gonna have the mark of the beast in us. Like, what? What else is the alternative? Right. Exactly. It's just um, if we are not able to come together. And, and I believe we can, but let's just say we can't, then I'm still going to go into the woods and live off grid. I don't care. Yeah. So well, let's talk about that. Where Where is all of this heading? What is the end game, in your opinion? The end game, I believe, is complete control. Just having control of our transactions, uh, where we are, and so... Next, what's coming up is the economy's crashing, stock market has crashed, people are going to feel it in their wallets, and that will create uh, unrest. You know, there are people who are worried about paying for their mortgage next month. I mean, you know, here we're just two paychecks away from disaster, and uh, May would be the second paycheck, really. You know, everyone's home. And um, so I believe economic crash, I mean, to me, it's already here, but. Mm-hmm. People running out of money is what's next, and that's when everything really goes down to shit. And but, uh, that's when yeah, the government yeah. steps in with UBI, and they take care of you. Oh, it's okay. Uh, we'll just give you yeah. a, a monthly stipend. You know, Andrew Yang's been prepping us with this idea of UBI, and the government will take care of you. We'll send you a grand a month. That will take care of your necessities. That's what they want. They just want us to li- to barely scrape along, you know. They'll, they'll give us a grand a month and, you know, they also cashless society. That's what that's a huge thing that they're talking about now. Oh, don't pay in cash. It might have coronavirus on it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I see that's coming right after and they're just going to make it look like they're helping. It's always going to be Big Brother giving out his hand, helping. And in the end of the day, it's it's enslaving us, you know. And um, I see the cashless society coming, and I mean, they could present that in any way at this point. I mean, anybody believe anything at this point. I mean, they can say Corona's on the cash, or they can say, oh, this is how we're going to control the money we give to you. I mean, I don't know. Whatever they want to say, they'll just say it. And uh, at the same time, they're going to have those forced vaccinations, and they'll say it, hey, you, you can't go out there making transactions without the, without this, uh, the vaccine, and... Um, there's a lot of people saying that the vaccine is what's going to have the chip in it already. I don't know how that would work, but... Oh, that's uh, that's ID2020, brother. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've been looking into. ID2020 is uh, is something to really look into as well. It's being funded by Bill Gates already. The mm-hmm. Rockefeller's already on there. I mean, it's it's real. It's coming. Oh, yeah, and, you know, people, you start saying, like, oh, they're, they're going to put nanochips in the vaccines, and that's where you really start to lose people, but the truth is stranger than fiction at this point. That's actually what they're planning to do. Yeah, I, I, it's insane. I really thought the chip was going to be, uh, you know, those videos we've been seeing where they put the chip in your hand, but now they are presenting it as nanochips in a vaccine, and I was like, you know what? That makes sense, man. They're going to put two birds in one stone right there. You know? Exactly, dude. And and so along with that line, in the future, what what do we have to look to? Well, further, the, they made further points in that CNN article I uh, mentioned a little bit ago. Uh, proof of immunity. Immunity passports. You have to have papers to return to work. So you have to get the vaccine in order to get 
an immunity passport, and you have to use the immunity passport to go anywhere, to be in a public setting, to, to go to the grocery store, to go to work, to return to maybe even to get into a concert venue or a picnic area. Who knows how far that they're going to take this, but it's going to be papers, please, society. And then they're talking about China, more permanent lockdown. In China, there are color-coded phones for the government to monitor where people go and also to enforce quarantine in certain areas. A former American woman who has emerged from the quarantine in China says, normal isn't even normal over there anymore. And then they have another article about how the cell phones of spring breakers who flouted coronavirus warnings were tracked. They're tracking kids who were just in Florida for... Um, spring break, they didn't give a shit about the coronavirus, and now all of their they all of their phones were tracked, and they tracked them back to their home states to where they went. And then you have this fucking jackass senator from Louisiana, from Louisiana, senator wants a registry to track who has recovered from coronavirus. It's like okay, you and he he identifies as a Republican, bro, and that's the thing. Red and blue, they're just there to confuse you because he identifies as a Republican. He's supposed to be small government, um, conservative economics, fucking free market, all this bullshit. How the fuck is a national registry to track people who have had coronavirus small government? Exactly. And you know what? You know the scary part of it all? I saw that same story too where they're tracking the kids from Florida and uh, people agree with it. Yeah. yeah, we need to know where these kids are going so we don't get infected. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. It's insane. It's like, yeah, yeah, you got to track these people. Fuck that. It's like, what? What are you saying, man? Yeah. And, you know, they've been preparing us for this for a long time. Like, we talked about the predictive programming, the Clade X, the Event 201, all of the fucking contagion and outbreak and those kinds of movies. And, you know, it's all interwined into getting us ready for this very instance where they can all shove it down our throat all at once. And, you know, it's I think we're headed for a very dark future. And in my mind, I'm not a Christian or anything like that. But I think uh, I mean, the Bible is the Freemasonic handbook for the destiny of America. I mean, The Secret Destiny of America, written by Manly P. Hall, a 33rd degree Freemason. I mean, he outlines a lot of this shit. And uh, in the Bible, you know, in Revelation for end times, you know, he says, God says the beast will rule for 42 months. Well, Trump will be in office by, uh, by this fall. He'll be in office for 42 months. And... I don't know if you listened to the Tinfoil Hat podcast, but they had a guy on, and he was talking about the Jesuits, and this guy's like, you know, a OG truther. He's like 80-something years old. Jordan Maxwell, that's his name. Jordan Maxwell, he says that this fall, there's going to be some kind of huge event, some really big event, maybe like the spark of the second civil war or something like that and it's like well oh my god the beast i mean trump and all these QAnoners, oh my god they drive me up the fucking wall and i don't know what you think about it but 
the the thought that coronavirus is some deep state plot or is, is Trump's plot to arrest the deep state and Tom Hanks and Charles Barkley and so he just faked a nationwide pandemic had millions of people lose their jobs and file for unemployment just so he could arrest Charles Barkley and Hillary Clinton Hillary Clinton isn't the head of the spear she's just a peon carrying out the agenda yeah, I mean, I I was late to the QAnon thing, man. But immediately, I was like, "What? How, how, how does how does this become truth for some people?" Uh, it's just I don't understand how supposedly Trump is fighting the deep state, and he's using this pandemic to have everyone indoors so that he can do what he needs to do. I don't understand how that works. Trump basically has ultimate power right now. I mean, he's enacted the Wartime Powers Act. Uh, so, you know, he can mandate that certain companies, um, you know, make things to help fight for the coronavirus and different bullshit like that. Cuomo in New York just signed an executive order that he's going to uh, he's going to take ventilators from rural areas to bring them to New York City. And that's what we were talking about earlier. They want everyone in the mega cities. Everybody out in the rural areas, if this virus is real, they'll get wiped out. And then it's like, oh, well, you got to go to the city if you want actual health care, if you want a ventilator or anything like that. You have to go to NYC. You can't stay out in the rural areas. Yeah, it's, it's insane. That's crazy because I, he's a... Uh, these politicians, uh, puppets, they they play an amazing game of good cop, bad cop. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the truthers, you know, it's a huge truth movement right now, and that, that QAnon movement right there, it got a lot of truthers there, man. It's just like, and you and it, they get mad when, when you try to tell them, like, no, man, they're just playing a game. They're not here trying to help us with the deep state. They're all part of it. Yeah, and when you—that's what I believe at least. Yeah, no, I and I agree with you. And when you know Dramatria, you can see how they construct society in certain ways. And I, I think ever since the beginning of this QAnon movement, it has been a psyop to get a portion of the truth community to be docile. Because if we, if we were all together trying to take down the mainstream narrative about coronavirus we could do some real damage but we've got such a portion of the community in this QAnon sector that they're waiting for daddy trump to take care of everything yeah man it's like the religion you know waiting for your savior you know someone's gonna save us yes it's like a cult-like behavior yeah oh my goodness that's that's crazy man like I, the only way to save ourselves, in my opinion, is for us to come together and we hit them streets or we all become independent of the system, whatever, whatever form it takes, but it just, we need to come together. Yeah, and that's that's really what we need to figure out at this point. What what does coming together look like? How, how do we organize? Because we got to realize that if we come together and we hit, we pound the pavement, during this lockdown, I mean, people people are going to get arrested. I mean, there's going to be some, like, bad shit that happens. But, I mean, look at fucking Martin Luther King. And, you know, people say that, you know, he was a fucking uh, 
promoting psyops and shit like that and he was like a false leader and that malcolm x was the real leader because then they would have gotten real change who, who the fuck knows but look at martin luther king and you know these peaceful leaders you know they take to the streets they boycott buses they do stuff like that and then change ultimately happens so but first they had to get arrested they had to get fucking hosed down they were bitten by dogs and all the rest of that shit before they actually got the change that they wanted. Yeah. And so that's, that's the painful part. That's that's literally what I wake up every day to, man. Like, because I'm already in that mindset. Hey, we there's a war going on right now. And I wake up. I'm like, okay, what, what, what needs to happen? Do I need to go out there and start gathering the masses? Or do I need to make some videos? Or do, um, do we need to make videos, um, you know? educating the people on how to be independent from the system and i mean it's so many ideas man it's crazy and that's uh, a lot of these people they'll they'll have their internet presence and they'll try to like get the word out well there's a lot of people that just they just want the conspiracy they, they just think it's fun. It's like a spy novel, you know? They're like, oh, man, the fucking government and Hillary Clinton's eating babies and Donald Trump is fucking doing Luciferian sacrifices. Like, oh, my God, this is like a fucking really good book. It's like, no, no, no. There needs to be real-world consequences and action taken against these people. Like, this, this is affecting our lives. This isn't a good book or an interesting movie. You don't want to see what happens next. Because what happens next is going to be some dystopian shit. Yeah, yeah, we are we are an endgame. They've been doing this for hundreds of years, maybe thousands, I don't know. But we are in their last stage of what they've been working towards to. And I completely agree with you. When you look at... When you read the Bible and you read Revelation, it says, which I believe the Bible is the Freemasonic handbook, that's why a lot of these biblical prophecies end up being carried out and they end up happening and shit like that is because the Freemasons make sure that they're carried out. Like a, a couple years ago, there was supposed to be like a sign of the end times was a red calf will be born in Israel. And then a fucking red calf is born in Israel. Nobody bothered to look that they fucking used CRISPR technology to fucking modify the genes of the calf and make it red. And then it's like foxes will foxes will roam outside the uh, the walls of Israel. And there were foxes out there. How fucking hard is it to wrangle a couple of foxes and release them outside of the fucking gates? Like, oh yeah. Oh, and so yeah. and so what I'm what I'm getting at is in prophecy it says that the beast will rule for 42 months. Well, 42 months is right around the time of the election. And it's probably going to be Biden versus Trump. And so something's going to happen cuz the beast uh, the time period for the beast to be ruling will be up by then. And why do I think that Trump could potentially be the beast? Well, in fucking Revelation, it says there will be trumpets to begin the end times. Trumpets like Trump Pence, potentially. And in the Bible, it goes it goes as far to say as the final Trump and shit like that. It's like, oh my God, could they be any more literal? And then you look at, it says... 
The same generation that sees the creation of the Jewish state is the same generation that will see the end times. Well, when was Israel created? It was created in 1948. Well, the Bible says that a generation lasts 80 years. It says 70, but then it says through strength, it can last 80. So obviously we're in the strength portion. And that would mean if Israel was created in 1948 and a generation lasts 80 years, 2028 is Apparently the end times. According, if you're lead, if you're reading the Bible, and the it says creation of a Jewish state. Well, that must be Israel. That is the Jewish state. That was 1948. It says a generation is 80 years through strength. Okay, and then that would mean 2028 is the end game. I think this pandemic could be the preliminary steps into the end game because it also says that there's seven years of trial and tribulation so that means 21 to 28 is going to be literal hell on earth it's going to be trials and tribulation and i think this is the beginning stages of the machine is starting to turn into those end times like i said i don't know if there's a god i do think that there's demonic slash dark entities so then i guess on the flip side there must be some kind of light entities i don't know if there's a i don't subscribe to a specific religion however i do think that the freemasons carry out these prophecies because a 33rd degree freemason um, Francis Bacon wrote the King James Version of the Bible. So why is that? Why are Freemasons r writing and revising the Bible? Because they have a heavy hand in its prophecies, I believe. So you look at all of that combined, and then you look at the coronavirus and all of the social economic control that they're implementing, and I think we're headed towards disaster. And you mentioned earlier about... You know, there's we have there's enemies of the people. I don't know if you're talking about the same thing that I'm talking about, or if you could elaborate more on that. I believe, uh, yeah, I don't subscribe to any religion either, but I definitely believe we do have a creator, and we are his creation. I mean, whatever it is, I don't know details, I don't know the past, I don't, I don't know what we were born into, but we were created. We have a creator, um, and. The people, when I say the enemies of humanity, I feel like they are just people who are trying to divert us from the way we were supposed to evolve. I mean, we're in 2020. We have the technology to have free energy everywhere. We have the technology to have food everywhere, water everywhere. And yet those basic needs are still not here. And so that's what I believe it is. We're at a crossroads right now. We're either going to take control of our future. We unite as one and People start figuring out what the hell did this is not the way it's supposed to be, which is uh, it's pretty much basic, you know. But I guess whatever we have to fight that paradigm right there. But um, we're supposed to be evolving, man. Having this technology that that can give an abundance of resources, and yet we have these people who so many factors they are controlling everything. They're controlling the way we live, the way we make transactions, our governments, media, I mean, everything. And they're leading us into a world where they're pretty much enemies of us, our Earth, and I think they just want to bring a message to our creator or something. It's like a classic good versus evil. 
And, I mean, I will never know the details because all of that has been hidden from us, but that's what I mean when I say enemies of humanity. There are some evil people. I don't know exactly what they're doing behind the scenes, but um, they are definitely making it clear that they want us to go down a path where we are suffering and dying, and, and then the people who are left over are going to be their slaves, people who are under their total control. Yeah. I um I agree and if you if you look into Robert Stanley's work he's been researching these kinds of ideas for the last 30 years and Robert Stanley thinks that the god of god of the bible is actually Lucifer and that he is he calls it and I I thought that this was a hell of a title for what we're living in but he calls it Lucifer's matrix of insanity so basically we live in the matrix and Lucifer is the operator of the matrix and he like so for me I see all these gematria things and all these things perfectly line up like Juice World his his uh album was called Death Race for Love um he died 274 days after his album came out uh, Death Race for Love, and Death Race for Love equals 274 in Gematria. Now, that is a hell... If, if, you're, if people are going to say that's a coincidence, that is a hell of a coincidence. And that happens yeah. That happens every day with a lot of um, entertainers and shit like that. So sure. you want to use something like Lucifer's Matrix of Insanity to explain something like that? I think that makes a lot of sense. It does, man. It does. There's, there are entities at work, and they're in control of this place, and I think that's what it comes down to, I mean, because I, I, even though we're aware of all these things, I don't believe, like, oh, man, this is it. We have no chance. Like, we definitely have a chance. We can make changes, and, and um, even if it doesn't happen, it was worth fighting for. Yeah, I, I, have a, I completely have a agree. Chance to, you know, to live, you know, leave a, a better world. Like a, an insanely better world for future generations, you know, where everybody's living, having some a great time, making memories. People got food, people got water, and we're here just trying to to make the world a better place. And uh, I still have faith that we can do that. Yeah, so do I. I, I just think it's going to require a lot of work, and it's going to require a lot of people who are willing to do the hard work and that that's just going to be the hard part because you know we can talk about uh event 201 and uh all of these pandemic exercises and all the rest of it all day but at the end of the day it's going to take real world change pounding the pavement exposing more people to these ideas and stuff like that before we can actually turn the page but i do share some of that optimism with you. I mean, lately I've been getting more pessimistic because it seems like everyone that I'm surrounded by is swallowing the propaganda, except for my girlfriend, because she watches the same shit I watch. So, um, and she actually, truth be told, she is the one that exposed me to your Instagram. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. She, she was following your Instagram and she's like, hey, check this one out. I'm like, damn, this guy's posting some real shit. So I started, I started following you, and I was like, damn, this guy is posting truth. 
It seems like every fucking post you make, I'm liking it because it's like all the shit that I agree with. And like people burning down the 5G towers, I'm like, fuck yeah. Damn <laughs> <laughs> right, man. Hell yeah. I, mean, I, I, I love it, man. Yeah, once you start started seeing you on there, I start following you too. Yeah, and so like I, I just want to build my platform so more people can be exposed to uh, these ideas and stuff like that. But if we want to wrap up and you just want to tell people your Instagram handle so they can check your uh, thing out because I got some buddies and stuff that listen to this and that are more minded like I am and would probably want to check out your stuff too. So if you want to go ahead and plug that. Definitely. Same name for Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's Humanity. That's all it is. And I'm posting whatever, man. Making memes, making videos, copying and pasting videos and memes, whatever I can to plant a seed at least. Fuck yeah, man. I, I really respect it and I appreciate what you're doing for this movement and trying to get us away from the tar- the dark path that we both believe we're headed towards. And I just want to say keep it up and I'd love to have you on in the future. Definitely. I will definitely look forward to being on here again. Thank you for the opportunity. And much love, man. Take care of yourselves and your family, and let's keep it rolling. Will do, brother. We'll be in contact.